Uh, one more time, Milton Alamadi from Black Star News. Good morning, Milton. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, uh, Pam. Can success, we can. Oh, my goodness. I thought, it was, I, I thought it was the dirty tricks department. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well there, there's always that possibility. A lot, <laughs> lot, oh, my goodness, a lot on my shoulders. Well, we lost a couple of minutes, Milton, so let's right, get right into this now. Um, yeah. We may have listeners from Uganda today and uh, the Ugandan diaspora around the world. Right. I saw some activity on your Facebook page around today's topic. In fact, the arrest of Dr. Stella and Yanzi. Um, right. I see you also got a reaction from the Trump administration's State Department about Dr. Right. Yanzi's arrest. Warning, by the way, uh, warning Uganda about freedom of expression in the story you did on BlackStarNews.com. Um, Dr. Yanzi is a professor at Makerere. Um, McKay Ray Ray. McKay Ray, yeah, you said it well. Okay, University, which is Uganda's Harvard. Um, right. She's been charged with cyber harassment, misuse of mm -hmm. a computer. Uh, it appears as though the Uganda's ruler of 31 years, we should say, 31 years. Um, That's right. Uh, 31 years, because, you know, you end up saying it all the time, a General, General Yari Museveni, and his wife, Janet, who is also the education minister, that's right, that's right, did not appreciate many of Dr. Nyanzi's postings on social media. Uh, that's to Correct. put it, that's putting it mildly. Right. Um, Milton, Very mildly. tell our listeners, um, <laughs> did, uh, how did Dr. Nyanzi uh, get under a general's skin? I was told or I'd heard that generals are supposed to be quite tough um exactly what, what's going on criticized. here yeah what's going on here milton okay when they're not criticized widely and when people get to know of uh, their failures obviously because uh general museveni has been very successful in censoring dissent a very repressive regime as as you pointed out been there for 31 years now and i might add uh with enablers enablers uh, particularly in the United Kingdom and the United States, by funding his regime with $750 million U.S. taxpayers' money every year, despite the decay that has been occurring in the country all these years. And uh, media that focus on other countries and failures in, in Africa, I notice, uh, uh, always turn a blind eye uh, when it comes to General Museveni. And that goes hand-in-hand hand with the State Department also turning a blind eye because he fulfills U.S. Uh, 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 US dictates on the African continent. So Stella Nyanzi uh, uh, has been posting many of the regime's failures on her social uh, media pages. And finally, uh, the dictator himself, mm -hmm. General Museveni, had ignored her. But then when, he start, when she started mentioning the failure by the Minister of Education as well, who happens to be his wife, then I think it got under her skin first. Well, and she went, <laughs> she went on national TV mm -hmm. to repudiate and that's how it just blew up. But, Milton, I think that I want to make sure that listeners are aware of the one of the key issues here, which is yes. the fact that girls 
have a lot of difficulty, teenage girls, um, have a lot of difficulty attending school. And obviously, um, we're dealing with a professor, a female professor at Uganda's, you know, Harvard, right? And it's girls who cannot go to school because they do not have sanitary pads. And clearly, they would soil their school uniforms. And so this is a matter of extreme uh, gender discrimination where girls cannot become educated because they are out of school for one month or one week out of every month, in essence. Exactly. And that is a campaign that is now uh, catching. It's resonating. And uh, part of her major beef was that. Uh, Janet Museveni, the Minister of Education, and Gerald Museveni, who, uh, during the election campaign for last year's election, an election that he ended up stealing anyway, had promised that they would provide free sanitary pads. And then in February this year, uh, the Minister of Education, Janet Museveni, goes to Parliament and says, we don't have any money. Uh, this is right. a country where the average income is about $700. Uh, but probably members of parliament get, uh, you know, uh, about 8000 a month. And, of course, the first family get whatever they want. But Serveni himself has a $50 million private Gulfstream jet, which was purchased by foreign aid. So uh, A lot of that uh, aid comes aid, from us here in the U.S., right? Us. It comes from U.S. taxpayers and the United Kingdom. So she's saying, how can you say there's no money when you have this jet when, uh, you know, uh, people, people with millions of dollars are being embezzled, and you're telling me you can't afford uh, free sanitary pads for schoolgirls. So she launched this campaign on GoFundMe uh, to raise money herself, and I encourage people to go to GoFundMe and, you know, Google, uh, type her name, Stella Nyanzi, N-Y-A-N-Z-I, and she's criticizing the regime for corruption mm. on social media, and then... She is eventually suspended from her job at McElroy University. She's blocked from leaving the country when she's invited to an academic conference in uh, Amsterdam in, in Holland. She's, she's quizzed by the police central uh, investigation department for hours. And then ultimately she's arrested last Friday, and now she's been charged with uh, cyber harassment and something called misuse of computer, which was a law that was introduced in 2011, part of a mm. series of laws to suppress dissent. There's a right. law called Public Order Management Bill as well, which was introduced, Milton, I believe, in 2013. Milton, two questions for you. One, yes. um, do the Ugandan uh, people believe that, in general, does the majority, is it the majority opinion that girls should be educated and should um, have free sanitary supplies so that they can attend school. And number two, since we're going to run out of time, as we always do, what yes. is going to happen to um, Professor Ninyanzi? Number yeah. one, yes. Is, I is, think, she, uh, is she still detained right now? She was arrested. She is, is she still, still detained? The rest that she's been charged, and I'm, I'll go to the second question first. We're very concerned because... Uh, this uh, president does not tolerate uh, public criticism of this nature when it's high level. Uh, in, uh, in, 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 in 2012, uh, uh, when a member of parliament, a female member of parliament, 24 years old, named Serena Nebanda, criticized him for corruption, she ended up mysteriously dead. People believe she was poisoned. When a doctor tried to leave the company, the country with tissue samples mm. to get an independent pathological wow. report, <laughs> He was blocked from leaving the country mm-hmm. with samples. So up today, people don't know why she died. So that's why people are very concerned about Stella Nyanzi's mm-hmm. 
60. In terms of people uh, wanting uh, girls to go to school, yes, absolutely. But obviously it's not a priority to this president and the first lady who happens to be the Minister of Education, mm-hmm. and people believe she's only the Minister of Education because she is married to of the course. Uh, do Do the people of Uganda believe that Museveni is a legitimate um, leader, a legitimate president? No, I don't believe so, because uh, when the uh, campaign of, uh, of the last year's election, uh, the crowd, the multitude that showed up to the opposition candidates' campaign dwarfed his many, many times. Dr. Kizadesige, you recall we had him also, I think, on the on the show uh, a little bit sometime last year. People believe that Dr. Besige is actually the legitimate president of Uganda. People can do their own research online, and they'll see all these stories. Even the U.S. Uh, government said the elections of last year were not uh, uh, free, fair, or credible at all. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, so it's a go crisis ahead, of legitimacy, in fact. And, 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 and if I can get in one other thing before we run out of time, I want people to Google this, to see the symbol of decay in Uganda. Uganda, hospital, dead bodies, Moroto Hospital. That's M-O-R-O-T-O. This is a spick and span $7 million hospital, but dead bodies are left on hospital beds because the government <laughs> cannot pay employees on a timely basis and the mortuary is full. Okay. I kid you not. It's not a made-up story. Okay. Dead bodies can be on hospital beds for four or five days before they're collected. So the result, all the patients left the hospital building and were sleeping under trees outside the hospital. Okay, well, yeah, we're going to definitely do that. That's M-O-R-O-T-O Hospital? Yes, M-O-R-O-T-O. Okay. Okay, Milton, I, I wanted to ask you, 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 you mentioned the Ugandan parliament and uh, them making earning over $8,000 per month. Do what have what have the members of parliament, the Ugandan parliament had to say and and uh, more so what about uh, the uh, members of the Ugandan diaspora? How have they weighed in on this? Let's start in with fact, the parliament. The members first. of Ugandan diaspora as you can imagine are the seafarers. Yeah. So they're the most critical. Yeah because they don't end up getting locked up like Stella Nyanzi. They don't end up getting disappeared. So if you go on social media, you'll see that much of the criticism of the regime is coming from Ugandans in diaspora because they enjoy relative safety. Of course, many are concerned, and they don't want to be identified. So, of course, they don't use their name in many of their postings because they have uh, relatives uh, in the country. And I'm sorry, what was the other part of your question? Um, Michael was just asking, what about the members of parliament? The members of parliament, and that is the major crisis. The members of parliament, a couple of years ago, were given thousands of dollars by the regime, and they lifted presidential term limits. So Uganda in East Africa is the only country that does not have presidential term limits. And that's why mm. he's now been able to be there for 31 mm. years. Now there's a presidential age limit. And now I understand he's getting ready to uh, cough up some more money so members of parliament can lift the age limit so that he can remain president Mm -hmm. for life. Milton, is it meaningful that Rex Tillerson has weighed in on this? I think it is because, uh, as I said, Uganda gets $750 million from the United States. Without that aid, it would not be able to finance its budget. It would not be able to finance its military. 
And the military, as we've discussed on this show several times, has been very destructive in terms of intervening uh, and generating regional crises in the Congo, in Rwanda, in South Sudan right now. Mm. Do you anticipate any kind of change to American policy now that such a public statement has been made around freedom of expression? Uh, I think uh, it's possible. I think it's possible. I think the nice, the words are always nice, but it has to be sustained. So I think people should take an interest in Stella Nyanzi's case. Uh, I just launched a go, I mean, a, a change.org campaigns uh, for people to uh, sign on to demand that the U.S. Uh, state, state to the Ugandan regime, uh, its puppet uh, regime, uh, that foreign aid will be affected if Stella Nyanzi is not released, if Stella Nyanzi is harmed, as Serena Nevanda uh, was harmed when she criticized the regime a few years ago. Well, as always, Milton, the, this is so enlightening. Um, we're finding, we're learning so much about um, Uganda, about this part of Africa, and I want to direct listeners to um, to change.org, right, and to uh, yes. search uh, for Stella, Stella Nyanzi. Nyanzi, spelled N Y A N Z I, N Y A N Z I, so that you can uh, sign that petition at the bare minimum and to engage with this these important issues. Thank you so much uh, for joining Thank us this morning. Thank you for this opportunity, both of you. Stay strong, stay well. And we'll be talking to you again next week. Thank you. Again, Milton Alamadi, publisher of the Black Star News, BurkinaStyle.com, and the coordinator of GorillaJournalism.co.